Hello and welcome to Threads, the show about clothes and those who show, sew, and pose in the fashion world. Threads, your show to sew the world together. I'm your host, Katie Rosendahl. Costumes are generally associated with Halloween, and it's meant to be fun and different. However, costumes in film and theater are extremely important. Being able to properly tell a story while simultaneously express the character through costume design is an incredible feat. Not to mention making sure that the costume is functional for the actor and the many transitions that the character goes through. Today I have a guest who has quite the resume in this department. She has gone on to work in not only theater, but in television, film, award shows, and live performances, and has even been nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award. Eileen Gizienski, thank you for being on the show today to talk about costume design. Thank you, I'm happy to be here. I just wanted to first off um, ask, how did you get interested in costume design? Um, I think it was probably my mom um, teaching me to sew when I was very young, and she bought me Barbie dolls, and she bought me patterns and told me that I should make clothes for my Barbie doll. And so that kind of spurred me on. I love that. I also was very into Barbie, so I understand completely. Um, what college did you attend, and what did you study? I went to UCLA um, for both my undergraduate and graduate degrees, and I was a theater major. Um, a uh, undergraduate just theater uh, BA, and then I went on to, s to specialize in costume design and art history as an MFA, and uh, a long time ago. <laughs> um, did you do any sort of internship or anything like that? I did. I worked for a couple of different um, costume houses in Hollywood. Um, Bob Mackey, who designed for Cher and uh, just did the Cher show on Broadway, which he got a Tony Award for finally. He used to do uh, variety shows on television. Um, he had internships, and he came and talked to our class, and so I learned how to do beading diagrams, because he used a lot of beads on his clothing. Learned about feathers, and just learned the complexity of how costumes get made, um, especially for film and TV. And so, work in Los Angeles at that time, I could get more paid and intern work in film and TV um, than in theater, but then... Um, there was opportunity to work in costume houses that particularly uh, were building things for things that were going on at the, say, the downtown theaters, the Amundsen. So um, at, at that same time, I got theater experience as well. Gotcha. Um, what was your first job outside of college? Ooh, uh, Universal Studios. I was a bartender. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, so eventually you move on to Pierce and begin teaching here. Uh, what made you decide to do that? Um, I had, uh, the well, the job opportunity came up. Um, I had was working in um, uh, theater and film uh, work as well as television, and um, I always enjoyed the experience and exchange with students. Um, so I had taught years before and decided that uh, I might like to go back to it. Very nice. Uh, what did you teach before? Costume design. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I'm sure there are many students that are inspired by your teachings. Um, who inspires you? 
Who who inspires me? Um, actually, a lot of fashion designers inspire me. Uh, Coco Chanel. Um, um, actually, Victoria Beckham right now inspires me. She changed careers completely, and her designs are just exquisite. Uh, I tend to watch a lot of fashion runway shows right now because I teach an online fashion class, so I'm always looking for new fashion shows to uh, post online. Um, but uh, of the classics, Givenchy, uh, I lived in France for a year and was able to uh, meet him, uh, and it was just thrilling. So I've, fashion, I'd say in general, inspires me a lot. Gotcha. Um, did you learn anything um, in particular in France? Yes, I learned to look at everything, that fashion is in the architecture, and um, that uh, when I first got there, I felt like, oh my gosh, everything is so old here, it's so wonderful. But um, there was just to be aware, to have your eyes open, to look at everything as inspiration, and sometimes it comes from unusual places. Um, and we just, I went to a lot of museums, uh, went to a lot of exhibits, uh, looked at a lot of art that was outside the realm of traditional art um, and just explored sculpture and gardens as much as I could just to uh, experience it and kept lots of little sketchbooks and so it was great it was a wonderful experience that's beautiful um, so moving on you have a lot of experience in different types of entertainment mm -hmm. uh, ideally which one do you prefer I think it would always be theater first um, because it's so much about the character and I in particular like the collaborative element of theater where I get to collaborate with other artists and the relationship with the actor is also very personal uh, where they have to make it all work on stage so it's all of the moment it's a lot more um, it feels a lot more alive. Well, it is alive, but I mean, it's a, it's a lot of things that are happening in the immediate, um, as opposed to film and TV. You do a lot of preparation that you aren't necessarily there for, but um, it's and it's enjoyable as well. But it'll always be theater first. Yeah. Um, so I guess my next question kind of blends into that. Uh, what would be your dream project? I. Um, gosh. Uh, it would probably be a musical. Um, it, oh gosh, I, 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 it's, I think it would probably be, um, I'd hate to say something like Wicked, but, um, I've always just admired the costumes from that. So it would be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to attempt it, but I would at the same time love to attempt it. Yeah. So, um, so, if you could design for any particular character, then who would you pick? Hmm. Character-wise, um, oddly enough, the one of the characters in all of theater that fascinates me is Mother Ginger, who's a character from the Nutcracker Ballet, because she has to have a lot of little dancers come out from under her skirt. So, you basically are building a costume the size of a small Volkswagen. So it's just that scale and kind of bringing something to life on stage. It's not a character from Wicked, but it's a character that uh, a costume designer is. Con I, I've worked on one. I've never designed one, but it's it's like you could have forty people underneath the costume. So it's it's kind of exciting to try and make something at that scale. 
It's like a little clown car. Yeah, it is like a little. It's exactly a little clown car. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so that also brings me to another great question. Uh, what has been your favorite piece to make so far? Oh, you're asking really good questions, but I didn't. Um, well, here at Pierce, a couple of years ago, we did a production of Hairspray, mm-hmm. and we uh, the costumes for that are fun and um, just over the top, and um, I enjoyed that. Uh, making Edna's costumes uh, for that particular production were a lot of fun, and um, Catherine, our costume shop manager, just just did an amazing job on on making it come to life, and uh, so. Shows like that where you can really get into exciting and fun characters. Um, I love the subtlety of modern clothing as well, but um, you get to get into jars of spangles and, and crazy fabrics, and that's always fun. So that also brings me to my next one. What's your most challenging? Oh, most challenging... Um, I worked with a friend of mine, uh, a designer, um, uh, Marilyn uh, Dozer, who works for uh, a company called uh, Legacy Effects, and they build a lot of special effects costumes. And she was working on an ad campaign for Target, and we had to build uh, costumes for mannequins that were 25 feet tall out of knit. And so it was making really big mini skirts and really big sweaters. And that was probably my most physically challenging one because you're dealing with a scale that, and we didn't get to see the mannequins until they were dressed, so we weren't sure it would even work. But uh, that was fun. Yeah. Did it end up working out? It did. It yeah. did. It was on the streets in New York when That's the, when the, it was a Missoni. Uh, uh, launch for uh, items of, designed by Missoni that were being sold at Target. Gotcha. I'm sure that also is rewarding to know that it, you know, yeah, all the hard can, work pays off, right? Exactly. You can see it, and uh, that's that's fun too. I love it. Um, what? So I guess that also. Um, what is your favorite material to work with? Uh... I should probably say really good, you know, a really fun, crazy uh, uh, spangles or beaded fabric, but actually working with beautiful wools and and, uh, cottons, fabulously uh, made velvets. These are classic fabrics that you train on when you're first learning how to make costumes. They're just, you have something that's very luxurious. it can be fun to work on, but um, I think uh, the one that entertained me the most was uh, making a period uh, garment out of trash bags, so black trash bags, and you had to create, You could and you could only use items that were plastic. It wasn't very um, eco-friendly as a costume, but uh, you could use things like bubble wrap and, and black trash bags, and that was, that was a lot of fun. That's interesting. Um. I, was that it was did it tear very easy though yes yeah so duct tape was also involved gotcha. another one of my favorite materials is duct tape <laughs> makes sense it holds, holds everything together it holds everything yeah. together yeah <laughs> um so what's your least favorite material then to work with polyester polyester yeah yeah actors sweat it gets stinky yeah that it's not sense. not fun <laughs> um that also like 
spurs another question. Um, when it comes to cleaning, how do you like clean the costumes and well hopefully you can design costumes that can be either uh, washed either by machine or hand washed or can be dry cleaned sometimes the needs of the costume you create things that aren't washable so you hopefully design sort of something that they wear against the skin that's underneath it that is washable um, so that you can at least wash that part of it but uh, sometimes you just have to use the material that are required and they're not always washable so we try and maintain hygiene <laughs> in the yeah. world of costumes very interesting um, so I've actually really enjoyed doing some research on costume design yes because um, I I mean I'm not a costume designer I enjoy theater a lot um, but I didn't know a lot about it um, so do you want to explain what your role is as a costume designer well the costume designers role is the overall look of the show that involves everything that's worn that you can see on stage and some undergarments as well wigs hats and makeup look then usually there's um, there might be a makeup designer depending on the show uh, there might be a wig designer depending on the show show and they create the looks that you have created you've designed and so they work in conjunction with you on creating the overall look and so your job as a designer is to supervise to make sure that things are getting built um, also depending on the level of the show in terms of how much staff you have you might have assistants that um, help you collect fabric and help pull things from stock or rent items but in general the overall look and design is something you've created and you're responsible for very interesting so you're like the boss you're kind of the boss I love it I love it <laughs> <laughs> um, so what skill do you need to be successful in this in costume design I actually think for me the skill that uh, I use the most is being able to multitask that my brain can work on many things at once uh, because and you have to stay calm while you're multitasking because there can if things can go wrong you have to kind of sort it out on the fly so um, that's I think um, an ability that has served me well over the years got you um, so coming into this, I didn't know a lot, um, but what is a common misconception that people have about it, about costume design? I think they think that, especially for theater, a lot of people think that costumes are badly made or inexpensive, um, that uh, I think with actually the development of cosplay, I think that people are realizing that it's you know it's it's involved and time consuming and not cheap to create a, a costume look. Um, so I think it's also that it you can just sort of do it quickly that uh, they don't realize the time involved in in theater, Areas like lighting design, technology has greatly affected, and sound designs uh, greatly affected it. In things like scenery construction, somewhat, but when you think of costume design, a lot of it is very traditional skills, um, skills that involve a lot of labor and a lot of time. So, um, it's it's I think misunderstood how much time and labor and and cost is involved with, um, especially really in really involved costumes, or really beautifully made simple costumes 
Um, I think that's for another question for me, but um, what has been the most costly thing you've made? Um, in outside in the outside of, of Pierce, I've worked on pro on large uh, projects that I haven't necessarily been in control of the budget, but I know mm -hmm. they've been expensive projects where we've been able to, uh, where a lot of money I've seen has been spent on, on materials or duplicates or, or uh, how long something's been, it been required to, to get it made. I think here at Pierce, our, our probably our biggest budget we've spent so far is hairspray, just because it's got 40 wigs and uh, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what advice would you give to someone looking to go into this field? I think to uh, get hands-on experience. Experience is, is always a useful thing, whether it's working at a small theater in, in North Hollywood or working on um, any sort of commercial work or working on a, um, some sort of uh, film. Um, or working, uh, taking classes and learning, period, learning what different elements are, being able to shop for somebody, uh, getting experience to know your sources in town. So it's experience is always good. And I learned very quickly uh, with each job that I took early on that exposed me to um, the materials, uh, the, the work environment, and um, what had to get done. So I, I say, get work as you can as quickly as you can and then um, learn learn the background of, of fashion learn the background of, of costume design and understand uh, that you understand what how things go together um, that brings me to another good point um, so you've worked in other aside from theater mm -hmm. but um, I was really interested to see um, when it comes to live performances, what is that like? Um, what, to work on it, yeah. you have to be very organized. You, there's a, a routine that develops it. It depends if you're working on the crew backstage. Um, there's also a crew that works during the daytime getting everything ready. Uh, so it's a day crew that deals with things like laundry and, and repairs. Um, you can work in a shop, a costume shop, in terms of building the show before it opens. Um, but if you're on the what's called the running crew, so you're a dresser, uh, you work the show every night and uh, matinees, and you have to get people dressed and undressed and sort of repeat the process every night. Um, so there's different areas you can work in. You can work either actually on the show or you can work in the construction of the show um, or you can work in the preparation of the show. Gotcha. Um, that also brought another good thing, but um, something I learned too, and I guess I don't really think about it when I'm watching something, but... Um, I know with theater, you know, uh, an actor is coming off the stage and they have to quickly, you know, take it off and then change and go back on stage. Um, what, uh, how do you make that easy for them? Or I guess, how is the construction of that, I guess? It uh, depends on how it has to happen. If they can, there's a, a million ways to do that. Uh, you might have something underdressed. It's called a quick change. You might completely take everything off and put everything new back on. Um, 
for instance, in The King and I, they layered things underneath, so a hoop skirt might still be be on, and then the dress is laid on, layered on top of it. Um, for a lot of uh, quick changes, they layer multiple costumes, so to you in the audience, you may think they're only wearing one look, but maybe they're wearing four, mm. and they just keep taking things off. But you do things like you have zippers and snaps, and um, we try and avoid Velcro because it makes noise. Mm. Um, but uh, zippers and snaps and hooks that all go together really quickly um, to make the change. But you have to work with the actor very closely on making those, figuring out. It's a choreography uh, that has to happen of, of changing from one costume to another. Sounds very stressful. It's that part is stressful. I must admit. Yeah. Um, that. Um, it's it's just it's all fun. It's it's all. I still feel like I'm playing with Barbies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I guess my last qu or a couple more questions, but um. What classes do you teach here at Pierce? Um, I teach several. I teach introduction to the theater, uh, both in person and online. I teach uh, makeup design, costume design for theater, and an online fashion history, fashion and costume history class. Gotcha. And I think I read that some of them you don't need experience in. Is that correct? You don't need experience in any of my classes. If we're taking make, like the students in my makeup class right now, most of the, uh, I'd say half of them have never used makeup before. And the costume design class, we teach you to sew. That's something I probably need to take, honestly. <laughs> Come I wouldn't take know. my class. I will. <laughs> um, so do you have any new projects coming up? Uh, outside of Pierce right now, no, my spring semester is very busy. We have two shows that are in our theater department. We have um, a, streetcar, a Streetcar Named Desire opening soon, and then um, a raucous comedy called Noises Off that will open um, later in the spring semester. So stay tuned for those at the LAPC theater department. Woohoo! Um, all right, well... <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, I think everyone has a, a sense of style, and you have a very good sense of style. I'm wearing all black today, so... It's the most it's popular color everybody wears, let me tell you. <laughs> thank you. Um, what would you say is your favorite color out of... It's black. Yeah, actually, it's the lack of or use of color. So, um, yeah, it's it's, and it's the most common color anybody wears. Yeah, and it's probably easy to work with too. It is like it is match and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So I love color, but uh, I use black in particular amounts on stage. Yeah, um, I actually do have another question here. Um, period pieces. Is that difficult to put together? I love period pieces. They're they're fun. It's it's a, it's all about the research. But I must say that I I something personal. I put leopard. I try and put leopard in every show I do. Yeah, I'll just a little bit. Maybe it's leopard sunglasses or. I love it. <laughs> you're you're wearing that kind of a little yeah. leopard. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, 
All right. Well, um, let's see. Um, so, and YouTube has changed the world of fashion, let me just say. YouTube fashion videos, uh, you know, the uh, runway shows, uh, either on the Instagram TV or YouTube, they're everywhere. So, um, my students are much more knowledgeable about uh, the world of high fashion than I was at their age. That's something that, um, so I used to um, model for a friend of mine. He used to work at uh, BB and he was the, one of the designers there. Oh, wow. Um, so that's how I got into this world, was actually learning that way and seeing the process of him put together pieces. And um, do you think it's more competitive now because of that? Oh, yeah. The world of, of the, world? the world of fashion and just in terms of what people are aware of, it's, it's crazy. And uh, just the world of fashion in general has changed so much in terms of the demands of it. And overseas production and what's the cost involved I I could not work in that world I just couldn't (laughs) I like prefer the world of make-believe in theater I totally understand that back to the Barbies Barbies. (laughs) well thank you again Eileen Um, everyone this was Eileen Gizienski and you can find her at Pierce College that's right Um, for more info go to kpcradio.com this is Katie Rosendahl for kpcradio.com